This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. Central.com. It is Friday morning. This is Sex Talk with John T. and Tamar. Hope so. Hope so. <laughs> Definitely so. <laughs> How are you? I'm very, very good. Thanks. It's really holidays in the air. Yeah, it is. And we're going to talk a little bit about the holidays and things like mm. that. Mm, absolutely. Mm, delicious. Yes. So let's. We haven't done dirty dictionary for quite a while, you know, because we were doing some. True, we were busy. We're do, <laughs> yeah, we were doing some very serious things. Right. So let us do it now. Dirty dictionary word. Aquafilia. 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 Any ideas what that might be? I feel like it's my Christmas present that it's kind of easy for kindergarten <laughs> sexy kids. <laughs> That's just sick. Sorry. That is just a little bit sick. Yeah, I went far. Aquafilia, loving oh. water, loving doing stuff in the water. Yeah, it was kind of the closest I could find to sex on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I never got this water water thing. Even sweet water, it doesn't really – well, it is very, very erotic. I'll give you that. But it doesn't really go in properly. You have to be very lubed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's lots of things that you need to, to, to do to have sex in the water. So it's mm. kind of more fun. But I will tell you because I was having a conversation with my lover about sex on the beach last night. And yeah. we did decide a few things because we, we – Sometime, I think it was last year, we talked about the ways that you could have sex on the beach without getting sand everywhere. Yeah. And we came up with this absolutely brilliant idea that if you take a fitted sheet and you turn it inside out, the sides kind of come up. And that's supposed to, to kind of stop the sand getting in, which is absolute, sure. which is nonsense because, it, you know, you're moving around and the sheet's going to move and the sand isn't going to come anywhere. So that's kind of a given. So if, if you have sex on the beach, you're going to get sand in, in places. You just don't want to have sand. That's all. So mm. we, we were talking about it and came up with a few things. So the first thing is standing up is so much better on the beach. Yeah. And doggy style is better on the beach. <laughs> That's a new one for you to say. That's good. Innovation. Mm. <laughs> so like if you, can, Love it. if you can find some nice rocks or somebody to lean against, then standing up is, is so much better. Yep. And, um, yeah, and that kind of covers sex on the beach. Not really, because I have to just <laughs> remind people to put uh, sunblock, yes. suntan lotion, because... 
you think you all being all, you know, the Blue Lagoon type mm. scene and you're like finding this deserted piece of beach, let's say in Mozambique or in the Maldives or wherever you are in Thailand mm. and the sun is hectic and you kind of go and you're so enjoying yourself and then true story based on my own facts, you get sunburned, the whole vacation is ruined. Yeah. Well, funny you should say Mozambique because that's where I'll be tomorrow. So anybody in Show up. who's anybody's going to be in in Malangon, come and say hi. We will be there for the next week. Lucky people, and it's just the right time before where everybody goes. Mm, it's perfect. Yeah, it's worked out really well. Very pleased about that. Mm. Yeah, but I want to I want to talk about something a little bit serious first. Two two serious things, and then we'll get into kind of the fun stuff for the holiday. The first, okay. the first is a general commentary on life because in the past two weeks or so, I've spoken to a lot of people who are just exhausted and wiped out and stressed beyond belief. So yep. do you know how absolutely fucking insane it is that we are, that most people are living the lives that they do to get to this point? It is, True. it is absolute, it's insanity, full stop. And if you watch that in a movie, from kind of out of space, you would say these people are just mad. And there is yeah, how did you get to that situation? Yeah, and there is absolutely no reason on the face of this earth to be living that way, and we can do it differently. Do not do that to yourself because nothing, no job, no amount of money, nothing is worth what you are doing to yourselves. Full stop. Um, and the extension of that is if you think a two-week or three-week holiday is going to fix all that, you are just as insane and just as misguided. Because in three weeks' time, you're going to be back exactly where you were. And it doesn't change anything. So you're going to relax for three weeks. You're going to be sick for one week because your body is going to let go of a whole lot of stuff. The holidays are really stressful for a lot of people, which is the next thing that we're going to talk about. And Mm -hmm. until... You change something inside of you until you start to make your life different as a practice, as doing things that are going to make it different. You're going to do exactly the same thing. And this time next year, we are going to be having exactly the same conversation. And that is absolutely insane. It's just madness. I agree with you. That's the the first serious thing. The second second serious thing is that although the holidays are a lot of fun for a lot of people, wherever you are in the world, they're also a very difficult time for a lot of people. For people who are not in relationship or people who are not in in families and things, they are incredibly lonely. So it's really important to kind of do some some self-care with that. And the Mm. other thing is just to be aware, a lot of relationships take enormous strain during the holidays. Um. Because you're together all the time and you don't have the option of kind of disappearing for eight hours a day while you're at work. Mm. You're not going to pottery. You're not going to scrapbooking. You're not going to whatever it is that you do. So you're there with each other and a lot of relationships take a lot of strain. I hear you. So just simply be aware of that and know that you can do it differently. Yeah. Maybe also don't put judgment on it. Even if you feel that it is a little bit stressful or it's awkward, all of a sudden you never had this amount of time together. Maybe just take a deep breath and just start sensing what you're sensing and just 
let go of all the I should, I could, it used to be different and just acknowledge it for what it is now. Mm. You know, people, people change. We do change. Absolutely. And just be aware of the fact that, you know, you make so many around this time of year, people start thinking about these New Year's resolutions, which are also such a lot of cuck because you write all mm. these lists and you make all these promises to yourself that you know you're not fucking going to keep. <laughs> yeah. Can I make it? It's a, just creating more stress. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd like to make a suggestion as far as that's concerned. Maybe think about one thing, one little sentence. If I loved myself, dot, dot, dot. Oh, and if I love myself or if I love myself more. Yeah. What would I do? How would I do differently? What would I choose to do differently? How would I choose to be differently? Because here's the interesting thing. We see things the way we are, which means our life is a representation of our perception. You think you're looking at something and you think that's the way it is. It's not. It's the way you are. Because you and I can have exactly the same experience and it's going to be totally different because the perception that we have is so different. So quite simply, when you can change something inside of you, you can start to see things differently. You can start to do things differently. So maybe think about just one thing. If I loved myself and if I loved myself more, what would I do differently? How would I live differently? How much more pleasure would I have? How much more love would I have? How much more peace would I have? And what do I have to do to change that? And we all need help with things like this. And that's the purpose of having people like me around, for example. And not just me, but there are so many amazing therapists and, and, and facilitators and, and people who do this kind of work around. Yeah, where? <laughs> so, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'll so, find them one day. Okay. So for now, <laughs> for now, we are here to help. Very, very simple. Yeah. So do that. Yeah. Okay. That was all the serious stuff. Okay, good. That was actually quite important. Yeah, it is. It's really important things. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what can you do in the holidays that will be more fun? So some people are in places where it's really warm, like, like we are, and some place, yep. some people are in places where it's really cold. So if it's really cold, then being nude outside is sometimes not a really good idea, even though I would imagine, I've never done this, and I've seen lots of pictures of it. I would imagine being nude in the snow for, for like five minutes must be absolutely incredible and, and invigorating. Invigorating, if, yeah. If you can go inside to a warm fire or a sauna or a something like that. Yeah, but that's actually quite common in, in cold countries to go even nudity. Nudity yes. is very, is welcome. Yeah. In most, uh, you know, Switzerland, Germany, yeah. most places in Europe, you can actually go to naked saunas. I must say as a person who haven't had this experience as a, I didn't grow up with it really. So for me, I find it quite arousing, but most people find it quite just sensual and relaxing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So just simply be aware of that, that, um, yeah, that could be a lot of fun. And if you are in, in in somewhere that's sunny and warm, to be nude outside is amazing, especially if it's not something that you do a lot of because 
it's even more sensual then and you're even more aware of your body and the wind on your body, the water, the sun. And if you are yeah. going to be in the sun and you are going to be nude, please understand that if you have not exposed your skin to the sun, <laughs> your genitals and your breasts and your bum are sensitive. <laughs> A.K.A. sun tan lotion. There you go. There is, however, as an extension of that, an incredibly powerful and beautiful healing experience that you can do being nude in the sun or being nude outside. So what you want to do is get in a position that your genitals are, are kind of open and exposed. So kind of lying with your legs open or even lying with your legs in a butterfly position. So for those of you who don't know what that means, put the soles of your feet together and just let your knees drop. And if that's hard for you, put some cushions underneath because that really kind of opens your body. And in that position, just imagine that the incredible healing and warmth and power of the sun is coming into your body through your genitals. And really just breathe that in and let it move through your whole body. And if there's stuff in your body that you'd like to heal, it's amazing to ask that beautiful sun energy to heal that as it moves through you to give you fire to help you be more creative really allow the enjoyment the pleasure of that yeah it, it also just it really does ignite something really sensual so we don't know how like we were rafting we did some just two hours rafting in the middle of the week this week and just being active and being in the sun that's really nice (laughs) you okay so the end story the bottom line of the story is that i was attacked by a huge lizard and i fell into sewage water so i don't (laughs) think you really wanted to be a part of this experience okay i would have loved to have seen it No, York and I were like, no, we're going to do just a few hours of being out. We can't just work going, even though, you know, it's going to the largest blissful time, but it still works. So we just said, okay, let's do some outdoor fun. It was really shame. I'm not even going to mention the name of the place, but it's sad that Johannesburg rivers are actually very, very dirty, full of plastic, full of sewage. And we fell into the water (laughs) and we just kept our mouth closed. (laughs) Was a horrific experience, John. How big was this lizard? You know, it's like a, how do you say ligawan, ligawan, yeah, ligawan? Yeah, yeah. That's huge. It's like a mini dinosaur, man. Yeah. Okay. It's like somewhere between iguana and an elephant. I don't okay. know. It's like a, this, it just ran into me, John. Yeah. It attacked me. Luckily, it didn't bite me. But York was on. He was shitting himself. He couldn't yeah. believe this is happening. It just ran into me. So. Sure. Anyway, so going back to uh, after the horrible experience, we yes. still were horny <laughs> because the sun does that. And the yeah. lazy, you have to just, you know, when you're active and you're doing things, you snorkel, you swim, you run on the beach, you just feel alive. Yeah, because your blood is flowing and you are in nature and you're active. So, yeah, all of the energy, your vitality flows more. Hmm. And And – Think about this. It's important that our sexuality is not in a vacuum. We are sensual beings and that's how we experience life. And the more that we experience life, the more vital energy we have. And one of the expressions of that is sex. Mm. Correct. So the more vital that you are, 
the more you're going to do that and the more you're going to enjoy that. So the next step in the saga is travel. You had sex in the river. (laughs) No, goodness. Then we have a, then we'll have little, little, I don't know, little eyebrows on our genitals and stuff. No, no, that's like (laughs) mutation stuff, John. Uh, No, the next step was actually to have a really, um, a really nice travel, little sexy time on the, like when we were kind of before we got back on the road. So Mm -hmm. travel is also a big thing. Airplane, of course, not to get arrested. (laughs) That's a very big one. So it's important. And not, yeah. Yeah. So if you think about the fact that you might be going to have sex somewhere else. So you're outside and you're on a beach or you're in nature or you are wanting to do all sorts of interesting. And this would be interesting. So over the holidays, if you go and have a sexual experience in a really interesting, weird place, like a, I don't know, like a, a change room in the shopping mall or on a beach or something, let us know about it. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear about all the weird places that you do this when you're going to visit friends and you go and have a quickie in the bathroom or whatever you do. Just share it with us. Um, yeah, share, share the excitement. Absolutely. So the interesting thing is that danger can add to sexual excitement because it kind of mm. really pumps the energy up. Yeah. But yeah. If, if you are going to do this, then I have to say that um, it's quite important that just be aware that you don't put yourself in in a situation that you can get into serious trouble. That's very true. A little bit and of there's many ways to do things that are a little bit more subtle than actually to get in trouble. Like if you're both sitting in a hotel lobby and you play a play a role on each other, you know, and you you can do so much that is not really risky. Mm. I mean, I <laughs> I'm going to be very revealing here. It was a long time ago. I was with a, a lover, and we were having tea at a hotel in Cape Town. And we just kind of found a room that was open and went into the bathroom and had a quickie in the bathroom. <laughs> That's funny. It was. <laughs> it was very cool. But what you said there is great because it's a time where you can have a lot of fun. So let's take a step back from that. Firstly, you should be having fun and playing games as much as I dislike to say should with your lover all the time because that really is yeah. one of the things that keeps a relationship exciting. But in in mm-hmm. the holidays, you tend to kind of be a little bit more so. So that's kind of, of interesting. I, I just have to tell you, because my mind is wandering here. So for those of you who don't know, um, on the one wall in the studio, there are these clouds painted. Mm-hmm. And I never really kind of look at them, but I'm sitting there facing them now. And I have to tell you that one of them looks like someone in a doggy position while someone behind them. Is having sex. Well, both I'm sure they sex. painted it thinking of you, Janti. Absolutely. So now mm-hmm. I've totally distracted myself. Um, oh, we just discussed. You said we should, but yes. you don't like the word yes. should to actually yeah. be all the time on the edge. Yeah. So, so during the holidays, obviously people do that a little bit more. And one of the things that gives people more kind of freedom to do things is that often you're in a place that's not home. So you go somewhere yeah. and that kind of gives you a little bit more freedom and a little bit more permission to be different because at home we don't do these things. Mm. So when we go somewhere else, we can do these things. And what you said there, Tamar, was so cool because the idea of of different role play 
in those situations yeah. is amazing. So if you're sitting in a, in a, in a hotel and think about how could you actually seduce your partner? Could you do that? Like if you just went up to them, how would you start? What would you say? And would they take one look at you and say, that is such a cheesy and corny line. If you can't do better than that, then ah, maybe we can't go further here. Mm. But just really interesting. Can you do something that would really seduce your partner? And it's a fantastic game to play. And you can kind of each have a chance to be yeah. the, the, the seducer and the seducee. You know, we think, ah, it's novelty and we're not corny like that. But it's not – being playful is really – it's a, it's a it's second nature to us humans. And mm. our brain is usually trying to kill it and we should not let it win. So we should – we really – we can. We can be playful. We can – and we are, we will surprise ourselves. Yeah. I truly, truly, honestly believe it that if you just let your brain rest for a moment and just go along with the game, you'll have so much fun. Well, you know, there's something interesting about this because there are studies coming out that say that people who are involved and who express uh, the more kinky and more fetish side of their sexuality are actually a lot healthier, a lot happier, and a lot more creative because of that expression, mm. because they get in touch with more and different aspects of themselves. And if you're going to go and play, right. and if you're going to go and play games like this, you have to get in touch with these different parts of yourself. Because if you're doing the same thing that you have kind of always done, and if you're having the same kind of conversation in the same way, then there's no creativity in that. But I, something quite, quite big has just kind of triggered in me. I was sitting with a client yesterday. In, in my studio And we were talking about Curiosity and engagement And I used The example of If you listen to kids The amount of questions That kids ask is incredible sure. and, and they're not that concerned Too much with the answer Or whatever answer you give Leads to the next question to the next And they say So they say to you well, why do we have breakfast in the morning? And you give an explanation and they say, why? And you give an explanation and they say, why? And they say, why? And they just keep kind of going with things. And it's really, really powerful. The point of that is it's the most phenomenal quality of curiosity. Cool. Now, take that same quality of curiosity and put that into yourself as an adult, as a lover, as a sex player. Hmm. And that really starts to open some different doors of creative expression. When you start thinking of, huh, well, what would happen if I did this? What would happen if I said that? How would it feel if I asked this? How would it feel if I said to you, I'd like to try this later? Hmm. And you're just starting to I like it. engage a little bit differently. But that curiosity, take the goal, take going anywhere right out of the equation. Never mind if you do whatever you're thinking about or not. That doesn't even matter. That's not even part of it. Can you simply say 
What if? And if you asked what if, it opens the door to some amazing conversations, some amazing exploring. And it allows you to be so much more creative in what you do. Mm, I like that. But you know, it resonates with me from a different angle. It's just that we are so trapped into, oh, we've done that already. Yeah. And yeah, let's not, let's, you know, oh, I know the consequences of that. So if I, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be blunt, but if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to play with him now, he's going to, you know, he's going to come and then it's going to be over. But instead of then saying, okay, first of all, it can be an experience by itself. But the second thing is, I can also also ask, okay, and then what? And then maybe it will be a, a cool thing to also reciprocate, or maybe we can. So there's other ways, not just to sit there and sulk and say, oh, he got his thing again and I didn't. Mm. You know, maybe you can present a third way, a fourth way, a sixth way. Yeah, absolutely. And the more you do that, the more creative you are becoming. And the more communication you, comes, yeah, communication yeah. comes in as well here. So you, yeah. you need to communicate about that. Yeah. And it's actually amazing because I never thought of this before, but if you can adopt kind of a different role, your communication would be different because as a different role, how would I talk that was differently? Would the words be different? And if you're doing that, you're really opening some amazing doors of, of possibility, of sharing, of exploration. You know, I think about certain aspects of, of my sexual self that, that come to the fore in certain situations. And the words that they use and the way that they're spoken are totally different to in other spaces. And right. there is such power in that. Because it triggers something amazing and very often it will trigger something incredible in your lover that really opens amazing exploration and expansion. Ooh. You know that there are some words you might only use in certain situations and that's where they have power and in other spaces they, they don't. Hmm. Takes me also to a place of curiosity of just try to surprise yourself because mm. so many times we, let's say, um, let's say, um, I will ask something for my partner and I kind of know he's not really into, you know, he's usually saying no, but mm. there's, there's so much, there's so much possibility if we don't necessarily shut doors, you know, Maybe rather just say, maybe, you know, what, what can happen? Mm. It's hard to explain, but many times there's like, no, no, you know, I don't have time for this. I'm tired. I haven't tried that. So let's not try this now. But there's so much to try and do together that you can really, really become different people to one another. And it's in the little, little details. It doesn't have to be crazy anal sex or horror or, you know, hectic fantish, fetish fantasies. It can be really even in just, just not saying no. Yeah. Just not, not shutting down or shooting down ideas. Yeah. Now, I'm going to, I want to go somewhere interesting with this because no really needs to be honored and respected. And so many problems arise where no is not respected. And let's explore that a little bit. That 
no might very well be the beginning of a conversation, not necessarily the end. That doesn't mean that you are going to go ahead and do something. It doesn't mean that you are going to convince your partner to do something that they don't want to do. It can simply open the door to discussion, to exploration, to say, to give someone the safety and the honoring of respecting their no and really respecting that. Agreed. And, and then saying, without wanting to change anything in this, let's explore the no as much as we're going to explore the yes. So where does the no come from? Is it from a pattern? Is it from conditioning? Is it from a belief? So if you, you just use the example there of, of anal sex. So for example, is there a belief that anal sex is painful, therefore I'm saying no. So that's a belief that somebody has that might not be true. Can we explore that? Can we explore, does the no come from a fear? Does the no come from a religious mm. idea? And to absolutely respect that and to make it very, very clear, because this is what honors and this is what creates safety, that we are not going anywhere beyond this point. Let's simply share. So when your partner says no to something, or when your partner says yes to something, that often requires the same exploration. And that's huge because very often then we're looking at where does the yes come from as much as where we look at the no comes from. So does the yes come from the fact that if I do this, then I know for the next two years you're going to shut up and I'm not going to have to talk about it again. That's not necessarily an authentic yes. Mm. So just I hear you. To, it's it's yeah. It's, it's it's you opened a big a big thing there. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's huge because to simply explore it, but within safety to say, I honor that, I respect that. We are not going anywhere past that. Let's talk about it. From the point of view yeah, of understanding, uh, of exploring, of connecting, and nothing more than that. Many time we hold our, our partners almost uh, liable to our um, to our fear, or you know, you know, we are scared of something, and because they triggered it, we actually hold it against them. Mm. So you know. <sighs> My girlfriend always wants us to try new things. It's very, you know, it's like she, you know, she has this idea that it's not enough. Instead of actually asking why are we not enjoying trying new things, we actually kind of project it to our partner. Mm. Um, and it's a great question. It's just a great maybe conscious um, idea to not blame our partners for wanting things that they do, but maybe ask if we're not keen, we're not keen and we're not, we don't need to be resentful. Mm. But if there's something behind it, maybe we can help ourselves discover what is behind that resentment or anger towards our, our partner. Yeah. And very often it is a projection of what is happening inside of us. And I don't know how to say it and I don't know how to talk about it. 
Um, but to open that communication is enormous. It's, it's huge. And there is something else that's really important to, to mention here. Because we are talking about going to do all sorts of, of different things and having sex on the beach and having sex in the change room and, and doing whatever it is that you're going to be doing. And we're going to talk about a couple of other cool games and things that you can play. Here's something interesting. If you are really comfortable having whatever kind of sex that you're having, because you do not need to go out and be this actual, this absolute sexual, um, I don't know what word to use here, this actual sexual adventurer. Personally, I think if you're not, you're losing out on a whole lot. But if you are comfortable doing what it is that you are doing, and that is fulfilling, and that's the thing, be authentic about it. If that is fulfilling, then do that. And it's not about pressure, it's about pleasure. I like that. And that's really important. And Wherever you are doing what it is that you are doing, if that is authentically fulfilling, then that is awesome. And don't put pressure on yourself to to be anything else. That's really, it's an important one. Okay, so some other interesting things you can do. I like this because this is lots of fun and you have to be creative with this. This time of year, people spend time in in shops because they're buying presents and they're buying stuff for holidays. And and even if they're not doing that, they're like buying more food for home because they're at home and all sorts of things. So this is a really cool thing you can do with your cell phone camera and your partner. You take a picture of something that is totally not sexual. So not in a sex shop. I don't know. You go to whatever mall closest to you or you're in. Willies or pick and pay and you're buying groceries. A random picture of anything that's on the shelf. And you send it to your partner. And there's two things you can do with this. The first one is they have to tell you what they could do sexually with that. Or you're going to tell them what you think you could do sexually with that. <laughs> that's that's opening a whole new avenue of um discovering who your partner really is absolutely <laughs> what are you doing with that pole <laughs> take put this pole down yeah and then you think okay so what could i do with this hmm mm-hmm. and that can get really interesting you can have a lot of fun right. with that one yeah, that also it's interesting that most of the things that you're mentioning today is really all about creativity and not, you know, do the the things that are spending loads of money and, you know, going to, you know, overseas trips. All these things are so it's exactly like you said in the beginning. It's those expectations. It's those kind of ideas that we have that if we're going to rest for two weeks and we're going to invest the most amount of money in this holiday in Paris it's going to fix everything, and it's really not. It's not, and I see this almost every day. I want to tell you a story about a couple that I worked with quite a long time ago. And for years, they had struggled financially, and all of a sudden, he made a lot of money really quickly, and I'm talking serious money. And he bought this amazing house, and he bought the cars, and then he bought her this amazing ring. 
And she said, it's really beautiful, thank you. And she took it to the jeweler to be resized. And she came back, and for about a week, he was really, he was very distant from her. And she said, you know, what's wrong? And eventually, he said, you know, I brought all these amazing things, and I've done this amazing stuff, and we have this incredible house, we have this lifestyle and everything now. And you don't seem that excited about it, to be honest. It's been cool, but you don't seem that deeply excited about it. And she said, and this is this is true. It's not like something from a book or a movie or, or something that somebody makes up. And she said, you know, we've been through so much together and we have struggled so much. And we have stayed together for so long without any of this. And it's wonderful. And in the last couple of years... I can count on one hand the times that you have said to me, I love you and I appreciate you. And that's what she wanted more than anything else. I can relate to that. And that's at the end of it. That's the stuff that matters. You'll have money. You won't have money. You'll have things. You won't have things. You'll be healthier. You won't be healthier. You'll have jobs. You won't have jobs. You'll move countries. You'll move houses. All of that stuff in your life is external. And all of that can and will change. And in our world, we have seen how precarious so much of that is. We've seen how precarious so much of, of the financial side of life actually is. We've seen how precarious health is. The stuff that really matters, that's really going to feed your heart, that's really going to feed your soul, are those things. Somebody telling you that I love you. Living authentically, whatever that might be. The time hmm. with people, the connection with people. That is the stuff at the end of this journey. That's what matters because that feeds your heart and that feeds your soul. The rest of it is just stuff. It'll be there, it won't. You'll have more you'll have less. That's life. What matters is that connection with yourself, with someone else. Thanks. That's really beautiful. And that's really what it is. So, mm. so whether you're going to buy someone a can of whipped cream which should not kind of be used internally, by the way, because <laughs> the sugar is not so good for internal use. Not at all, but still breasts, genitals, male genital, mm. but back. But whether you um, are going to um, buy someone a can of whipped cream <laughs> <laughs> with some blueberries and a little bit of chocolate to sprinkle on, and make them a live dessert. And yeah, and whatever you, which could make your 
Christmas lunch or, you know, holiday lunch, whatever it is that you're going to do. Really interesting. And, you know, you could have some very interesting times with friends in that space. And you could, anyway. Um, we are Depends going, which friends you have. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about our friends, they become a little bit, uh, a little bit different. Yeah, that's, they don't mind. They, they actually mind if we don't. Yeah. They get very upset when we don't and say, what's wrong? Well, we're not going to be naked. So the important thing with all of this is if you're buying someone a can of whipped cream or you are buying a diamond necklace, be present and do it with love. Mm. And that's really the important thing. I'm going to do a naked safari this holiday. Okay. Just, I mean... You know that I'm there. <laughs> I would love – let me know when you're coming back from Mozambique. Let's try to coordinate it. I would love that. Absolutely beautiful. That's something I haven't done yet. and it's good. I did a naked walk, naked mm. safari walking. That was great. And now it's time for – ooh, skinny dipping is also yeah. something that is going to be a part of, yeah. of the holiday. But yeah. not only in your own private pool, people. I love that. You know, when we were, um, when Boondocks was still, so Boondocks was a, a retreat center, uh, past Nelspreit that we used for a while. And it was on a conservancy mm. and it was totally private. And the most amazing thing was when you were out of sight of the lodge, you could take all your clothes off and walk through the bush totally nude. And that was amazing because you'd come around a corner and you'd see a kudu there. And it was just such a different experience of, of the bush. Yeah, I remember that clearly. One of the most beautiful places in the world. Mm, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we are back, by the way, on the 21st. Only the 21st? Yeah, or the 20th we're back. So, okay. 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 Another game that you can play, and this is lots of fun, um, and it also is, is very revealing, but you can have a lot of fun with it. So you go out and you're having coffee, and you just look around at the people who are sitting there around you in the coffee shop. And you talk to your partner about, you pick one person or one couple, and you have a real, mm, this is what I think they do in bed, or in their bedroom. <laughs> I hope that your partner that you are with at the moment, not your partner, but the, the listeners are keen to do that, because so many people are like, oh, why are you looking at her, why mm. are you looking at him, Cause it's issues. Not a, it's not about her or him, it's about you. And you're not saying, I want to go and have sex with her or him or them. You're simply saying, Mm -hmm. you're looking at them and you're thinking, okay, this is what they do. And then you look at somebody else and you think, this is what she does. And I think that's what he likes. And you can have a lot of fun with that as well. (laughs) And it's also time for great massages. So if anybody has some... Just some, have maybe the DVDs, your DVDs, or any kind of beautiful sensual massage um, DVDs. It's really a good time to to do some mm, some beautiful heart practicing. Yeah. And it's an amazing time. You know what we said in the beginning about a lot of of couples and a lot of relationships take strain during this time. It's an incredible yeah. time to connect with your partner, to do things like that. And then understand, as wonderful as they are, when you do them all on holiday, don't stop doing them when you go back to work. You don't have to spend three hours because you might not have three hours. But you make those things regular. 
And that's where so much in your relationship changes. And you know, for me, what is so beautiful, I sent out my, my last newsletter this week. And I put two lines in it saying that um, the, the Eros Life DVDs are some of the best presents that you can give yourself and a partner and friends and your parents and your brother and your sister and your cousins and your aunties and whoa, absolutely whoa, everyone. Whoa, whoa, just do whoa. It, just do it privately for, for some family members. Like if you're going to give people some Eros Life DVDs for Christmas, um, you might want to say to people, if these are wrapped, open them privately. But seriously, they're one of the best Christmas presents or best holiday presents that you can give to anybody, especially yourself. Because they really are amazing and you'll really learn and have so much pleasure. And think about the last couple of weeks we've been talking so much about expanded orgasm. Give yourselves the gift of an expanded orgasm DVD. It is mind-blowing, the pleasure you will have. Agreed. Absolutely. Okay, so those are cool games. Then another really cool thing to do without going and buying a whole lot of new sex toys. And the thing with buying a whole lot of new sex toys, and I think sex toys are awesome, but without buying a whole lot of toys that you might just use once and then you're going to kind of put them away again. Walk around the house and think about and start experimenting and play with what you can use at home. Yeah, you you mentioned in the past brushes and feather dusters and I don't know all kind of different mm. ropes and like especially um, in, that, yeah, think about sensation because a lot of what you have at home will be amazing sensation, and especially like in South Africa where it's really hot at the moment, ice is absolutely amazing to play with. But now here's the secret to ice. Subtle is the key word. Subtle. So what does that actually mean? It means that if you are holding a piece of ice, a block of ice in your hand, and you let one drop of that onto that little very sensitive area just at the top of your partner's bum cheeks, like where they meet the hips. One drop, that's a really sensitive little area. And then you wait, because that's the secret. You wait, because <gasps> that's where all the sensation spreads. Correct. And then one more little drop, a little bit higher up their spine. And you wait. And then one more drop, a little bit higher. And you wait. And that is a whole lot of fun. What you said there regarding the waiting and, okay, maybe you should use a glove while you wait <laughs> uh, the, for the people that is that are holding the ice uh, or just put it down. But York was mentioning when we had last week the expanded orgasm live experience um, and we, we had a chat with, with my partner, York, to just see how – how did he feel and how this whole thing just affects him because he's a go, go, go person and, you know, lives in 200 kilometer per hour kind of person. And he says that his biggest teaching has been to slow down. Mm. And just from doing that, I literally, I, I melt, I melt like that ice cube in, you know, in, in the face, in the, in his presence when he's, when he's slow with me. It can be, by the way, even when we play, 
it can be very rough play. It can be with BDSM play. It can be with, it can be with rope play. It can be quite a lot, but even the, then the stillness, because your brain goes crazy. What's going to be the next thing? And your whole body is just being, just getting charged and your imagination is, is going wild. And there's so much, like we discussed before, it's, it's, it's the suspension or the, 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 the time between the, the, you know, between the actions. Mm. There's so much that is happening there and it's really shouldn't be mis, and like, um, you know, just, Taken, taken lightly. It's just such a powerful tool. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you something. So I'm going to share a, a secret with some people here, with all of you listening here. Um, there's a, a, a private group of people that I share tips and insights and understandings with. And you can all actually be a part of it. So if you want to be a part of that, you have to send me an email, johnt at eroslife.co.za. And I will tell you how you can be a part of that. And this morning I sent a sex tip out to this group of people and it is the single most powerful tip that I can give you slow down slow down some more slow down even more and breathe the more that you can slow down whether you are with a partner whether you are self-pleasuring The more that you can slow down, the more that you can breathe, the more you will feel. The more intense the sensation is, the more intense the emotion is, the more present you are, the more the energy can expand, the more you can do the most amazing things. So... It is so powerful. So I, w- I want to go back a step to this private thing that I'm doing. So it's called the Guru Guide, G-O-O-R-O-O Guide. And it's just about having kind of not taking anything in consciousness and growth and healing too seriously because it is all very serious. And the more seriously we take it, the more we get bogged down into this is the way it should be and this is how it has to be and all judgment and results. and eh, Have fun with it because that's really what it is. So the Guru Guide is a series of voice notes that you get via WhatsApp. And it's about growth. It's about healing. It's about expansion. It's the insights that I have in my practice. And they're short. They're about a minute, a minute and a half. And they give you a technique. They give you an idea. They give you something to think about. Um, And the impact on this group that I've been doing it with for the past month has been enormous. So, Everybody can share in this amazing thing, and it's so easy because you get it privately on your phone. And it's I, rad. I, I don't, it's really, really great. I don't make a lot of promises. I've learned that over time because you make promises that are sometimes really hard to to keep. I promise you, this will have huge impact on your life. You know what? I like it. It's it's on the go. You can download it when you have time. You listen, not because we really are. We are bombarded with so much information these days. We think if I have to read one more article, you know, sometimes it's just overwhelming. And those pieces of information of an, just this insightful vessel or tool is just so, so powerful. Mm. You listen to it. You can listen to it again if you weren't concentrated or, you know, you got whatever you got distracted. And it's, it's just the right size to actually go immediately and try it. Yeah. I love it. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. 
I want to say something here that's really important because um, we might be changing a little bit of what we do with sex talk next year. And I want to say how I love and honor and enjoy the space so much. And for everybody who has listened to us over the past year and the past years, I really thank you for connecting with us. Um, Tamar, how you have grown through this and what you bring to this is absolutely incredible. You make so much of what I do in the studio possible. Your support is amazing. Your humor and your love is incredible. It touches me so deeply, and I just so honor that and thank you. So oh, deeply baby. for what you have brought and th- the way that you are in this space and what you contribute to it for so many people. And you do so much for people in the space that you don't even know about simply by the way that you are and what your journey has been and the things that you talk about that you have done. It gives so many people things to think about and permission for things and There is such incredible power in that and in you. And I really thank and honor you for your part in this journey. Thanks, John. This is beyond beyond moving and beyond touching my soul. You know exactly how much you mean to me. And I just can't believe it that I, you know, I can just still just learn from you so much as a friend, as um, an amazing inspiration, as a teacher and as a beautiful human. And this platform has been great because just to share how much we are keen for people to have more pleasure, such a privilege. So, you know, people that can, that are bearing with us. And um, I think they're just getting such a great tool to listen to you. Uh, whenever they can, whenever we can, we download the podcast, we listen, we learn. Where can you find this information? It's so rare, rare if you can even find it anywhere. So thank you, Janti. It's yeah. been a hell of a ride, and it still is. Yeah, and uh, it's only going to grow and expand, and that is so beautiful. And also I want to take this moment to thank everybody at Cliff Central who might be listening because <sighs> – it's magic. It really is what we have been able to do here and the people we've been able to touch and the lives we've been able to impact on. So thank you all so, so much. Janti, we actually have to do like top 10 favorite shows, you know. I think that when I think about the squirting show, the naked mm. show, um, the BDSM one that I brought a friend from Israel, he was spanked on air. Yeah. Thinking about unbelievable um Sex, you know, sex health consciousness, um, shows. There's like so much content on the platform. There's so much. There's yeah. hundreds of podcasts that people can just learn so much. So, yeah, so I, I think we should come up with our favorites yeah. and put them on the podcast page. Yeah. And we'd love to hear that from you guys. What were your favorite shows? That would be really awesome. So let us know. And we just wish you so much love, so much pleasure, um, so much peace and, and happiness over the holidays. And we will be back soon. Lots of love. Bye. This is CliffCentral.com.